Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's a beautiful Tuesday this week, August 31st. Drunk on a Bucket, episode 9, guys. 9. Can y'all believe it? I, I didn't think we'd get past 2 or 3. Actually, I didn't get, believe we were going to get to 1, to be honest with you. Me either. But here we are. Well, technically, we made it to 1. It was too bad. We couldn't post it. So we had to do one point two. I don't know, man. I think 1.1 was probably one of my, my most enjoyable episodes. Because we just went all out, 3 hours, however long it was. I got a little drunk. Not too bad. <laughs> yeah. But uh, we tore it down, man. Uh, my aspiration is that we have enough people listening that want to listen to us for three and a half hours every week. <laughs> right now, we can only hold their... That would be a privilege. Absolutely. We can only hold attentions for about 30 to 45 minutes, if that, you know? So, one day, maybe we could just, you know, Joe Rogan this shit and, you know... Two and a half, three hours, have some good guests, whatever. Look, aside from all of that, I wanted to start off by giving our heartfelt condolences to anybody and everybody affected by Hurricane Ida. We were we were very fortunate here in Youngsville, Lafayette area, but I know a lot of people, family included, that weren't so fortunate. Um, man, our, our hearts and our prayers go out to all of you guys. If you have anything to spare, I know there's a few uh, donation-type services. Um, Cajun Navy Relief um, is, is doing a lot. I think they've raised up up to about 150000 up until this point, um, a short couple days afterward. You know, So if you have anything, give it if you can. Uh, I know those people will greatly appreciate it, and you never know what they need, so they don't they don't always need water or food or this and that. All that's great. Don't get me wrong, but you know they may need an air conditioner. They may need ice. They may, may need an ice chest, whatever it, it is. And those donations go a long way. So if you can, if you have something to spare, five dollars is better than nothing. So hey, Carl, if you don't mind me saying, you know, we'll post up the Cajun Navy donation on on IG. Maybe even put it in our in our in our bio there. But man, you know. When a situation like this happens, like you said, we got extremely lucky in Youngsville that we, we weren't, um, or Young Lafayette, right? Lafayette Kitty in an area where we weren't really affected because it went east, but, you know, so we got lucky. But that always means that somebody else got unlucky um, and just is devastating. Um, but, you know, I, I, I'd like to say this is where South Louisiana just shows our strength, man, where we come together at Southern Hospitality. It not only goes from visitors and, and uh and tourists, but it also goes to one another. So if, if anything, this is time to come together, support one another, and, and you know, I look forward to, even though it's a devastating situation, I look forward to, to seeing people bounce back, rebuild, and just be there for one another. So same same, same to you, man. A little, little, little heartfelt there. You know, I've, I've been in Utah this whole time, so just seeing it from afar, man, it's just, it's uh, it, it's hard to, to watch from afar, but I know, know we're going to bounce back from yeah, and, you know, if, if there's one thing about Louisiana, like you said, you know, Louisianians help each other out, and we don't sit and wait for FEMA. We don't sit and wait for the government in general. People go out and help each other. And there's no doubt people are going to need help from the government and from things like that, you know, as time goes on. But there's there's no one better than, than people in the south of Louisiana because, you know, we step up to the plate and we find ways to get things done for each other. We don't sit back and feel sorry for ourselves. We just make it happen. Resiliency, man. That's the that's the word that always gets thrown around, and it 
you, you don't really understand or appreciate it until you're able to witness it. And it seems like, unfortunately, due to the circumstances, but we get to witness it year in after year out, you know? Um, and it's kind of like you said, it's good for us, it's bad for someone else. Kind of at that point last year where after Laura, you know, there was another storm coming through and it was like, man, I almost wish it would hit us yep. instead of Lake Charles because they do not need another one, you know? Um, so, you know, but because of it, the, the Saints were supposed to play the Cardinals, right? And that game got postponed or it got pushed back and then it got canceled. Um, so it'll be real interesting to see how the Saints play out the first month of the season. You know, I know Sean Payton came out and said, hey, first month of the season, we're basically planning on not playing at the Superdome. And his comments after that were, may as well shoot for longer and hope it's less than shoot for less or say less, and then it actually gets drawn out to further on. So, you know, obviously, go ahead. Yeah, no, I was just going to say a a quick little quote. Um, The uh, uh, expectations of the root of all uh, heartbreak, right? So just to to piggyback off of what you're saying, if you said, like, hey, two weeks, and it gets pushed back to four weeks, everybody's heartbroken. But if you expect, you know, the worst-case scenario, it ends up being better, everybody's all pumped up. So I think just for the morale of fans, uh, for the morale of, I'm sure, even the players, Sean forgot, I think he knows what he's doing. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. You know, they've been talking about possibly playing in Jerry World in Dallas. Um, much as I wouldn't want that to happen, it's okay, I guess. Uh, Shreveport and, you know, um, where's the other one in Louisiana? Shreveport and I don't remember. Anyway, they're, they're just not. But why, why wouldn't you want to go to Jerry's World in Arlington? Because it's not our fan base, you know, so most people that are opposed to it would like it to be somewhere in the state of Louisiana or Mississippi because Mississippi is a, a heavy Saints presence there, you know. So it would make sense to be in our fan base, not necessarily in Dallas where they have their own fan base in the Cowgirls, you know what I mean? So, well, and by the way, guess who opens up the season on Thursday Night Football? Cowboys, the Cowboys and Buccaneers. The Cowboys, you know what I mean? It goes back to your comments a couple weeks ago where it doesn't matter if they're good or they're bad or they absolutely fucking suck, they're still going to play in prime time. And, and they playing against Tom Brady, which, you know, obviously they're Super Bowl champions, and the ratings would be through the roof because it's the Cowboys. Now I'm looking at the guys who the Saints released today, right? You know, losing that third preseason game, it's a big deal, but it's not. I mean, it's more of a big deal for some of those guys who are borderline, but some notable names. Devontae Freeman was cut. Chris Hogan was cut. Uh, Trevor Simeon was cut. Um, you know, just to name a few. I did see the Saints only kept like three true corners. Um, so they're obviously going to be looking on the waiver wire uh, for guys. Um, but, you know, the preseason is what it is. Like I said, it's you know it's one of those tough deals for, for some of those younger guys who are trying to make the team. But I think the Saints had a pretty good idea of where they were going, right, with, with, with their roster. And as far as what you said about the stadium, I'm with you, man. Like, Dallas is gonna step up. They're gonna do what they can for you know for the Saints, but it ain't the same. And even Shreveport's not the same to me because no. Shreveport Shre- people that live. Thank you. People people that live in thank you, Adler, that that live in Shreveport are generally Cowboys fans as well. Nope. No nobody likes Cowboys nope. fans to begin with. I'm from Shreveport. I'm not a Cowboys fan. Really? That's shocking. I lived in Shreveport till I was 16 and then moved down here. And so most people there are Saints fans. Thank you. Thank you. That's why we like you, though. A lot yeah. of Astros fans too, though. 
Well, that's easy. And true for it? Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I see, you would think the that it would be Rangers. Rangers. Yeah. We were Mets fans. Oh, Lord. God bless you. <laughs> wait, what? Wait, speaking of. You really want to say that on the podcast? <laughs> hey, wait. Did I, okay, you, you, were, you were Mets fans, right? So, have y'all seen what they've been doing lately? Oh, yeah, I love it. So, Not really. But. So, they, they go out and they're. They've been flicking the fans off, like shooting them to burn. No, 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 no. What? No, no, no. To give them a thumbs down. Oh, that's right. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking it's the same thing. It, it is mean? 100% the same thing. Anyway, it's because they said when they don't do well, the fans boo them. So when they do it well, they said, y'all suck to the fans. It's like, dude. They pay your fucking salaries, you know what I mean? Like, pro, pro athletes don't see it like that, though. Wow. Well, you know, it's like somebody said, you're doing that to the eight-year-old kid who's wearing your jersey in the stands. Like, get yeah. out of here, I man. That's the last game ever played in Shea Stadium. That's actually awesome. I know. That is cool. And I'm sure they, they lost. And I'm sure they lost. No, they actually won. Who'd they beat? The Marlins or something like that? Probably. <laughs> I, I, actually, I actually heard that uh, Katie Ledecky calls you for... Tips on the breaststroke and the freestyle. She doesn't swim breaststroke. She's a distance swimmer. Already incorrect. No, she's not. Get it right. I heard. I heard. I wish you'd call me. That'd be cool. You give us some tips? Yeah. You'd critique her style? Abigail's a swimmer, by the way. If you you haven't heard from a previous podcast, I think we covered that on one. Uh, Like six different times, I think. And she's a Mets fan, which is by far the most <laughs> random thing I've heard in a long time. Hey, so I'm, I'm somebody's from, bringing an apple next time we hey, come in. I'm from Shreveport, and I'm a Mets fan. How often do you hear that shit? Yeah, I live in Minnesota, and I like the, <laughs> and, and I like the Padres. Yeah, right? <laughs> oh, God. That was great. I'm, I'm from Minnesota. Oh, man. That completely fucked my whole train of thought up, though. Cause, oh, like, it messed up everything we're talking I, I about. I don't know where we were or where, where we were at or what we were talking about. Not even the Yankees. The yeah, Mets. No, the Mets. Like, that, that's why they're on TV right uh, now. In, in and they're playing the Marlins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's that? fucking great. Abigail, look who the Mets are playing right now. <laughs> that is fantastic. That, that, Damn, man. Sometimes you just gotta love sports. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I gotta say this. I gotta say this. We were talking about baseball. If you turn around and look on the screen, Carl, it's one of the greatest moments in baseball history. And even, I don't like to say American history, one of those moments that gives you chills when you watch the video. I urge anybody who's listening to this to go on YouTube and YouTube when George Bush threw out the first pitch after 9 11 in New York City. Oh my goodness. That's one of the, the greater, you know, American moments. Americans say would probably boo the, the president on the mound because that's where we're at. But that was one of the great moments. I know we're way off the rails right how much, now. How much did you think he practiced that first pitch? Probably a lot. A lot. Well, he, he, threw, he threw a good strike there. Well, there, there's a uh, if you watch, like, one of the little things, he's in the tunnel and Jeter comes out and talks to him. And, like, he says after, like, his butthole got real tight because Derek <laughs> Jeter was talking to him. <laughs> But I mean, he also played baseball. He got a baseball background. Still in JB's mind, that doesn't hold a candle to Demi Bagby. For who? To it's a set Oh no! Yeah, so um, I should like I should unfollow her, man. She's she's uh she's dangerous, bro. That 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 first pitch led to many more like athletic stuff that she can do. 
and it just makes me feel a lot lesser of a man. Let me, props to her, let, right? Can props I, to her. Can I ask you one question? Sure. Did you ask her to come visit you in Utah? <laughs> <laughs> You DM'd her? I, I have not had that. <laughs> that, that was good. That was good. Called me out so hard, bro. That's not, I mean, oh. hey, hit her up in the DMs, rush your mic slide. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay, if I DM her and I don't get a response, I'm never talking to you again, bro. Well, then you're probably never talking to Carl again. That's fine. <laughs> Look, look, I'm, I'm still going to show up here and do the podcast, whether you show up or not. Okay. Look, I, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure I'm in the minority here. I don't, I don't like first pitches like that. I, I don't like, I like. Oh my fucking I, I, God, like, I like the person that goes out there, stands on the mound, and throws the first pitch. They got the the people that Tyler likes. They're wearing pleated khakis and a button-down shirt, and they got their hair combed over no, real nice. No. And they wear, they're wearing a real white-on-white uniform. You know what I mean? And then. I, Real I, formal. I, I like watching George Bush stand on the mound and throw it over the plate. And I also I do like a good bad first pitch too, like a fifty cent, like the worst first pitch in history. Oh, fifty cent pitches. That's what I, I think, like. I think the 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 worse the first pitch, the better it is for me. Like I want to see somebody go up there and fuck it up, you know? Because I'd probably do the same thing. Oh, I I, I know I would for sure. And I could throw BP all day right down, all right day. down the middle, but I'm pretty sure I would throw it into the stands. Yeah, no doubt. With 5,000 people or 50,000 people looking at me, it don't matter. You know, the the reason why the pod works for me is because I only have to look at you three guys. It doesn't matter how many people listen to it after the fact, you know. I don't think about those three people or 50 <laughs> people whatever it is, you know. Technically, last pod it was forty nine people. Whoa, that's not good. Yeah, so so I think I think we need to take a quick second to like call out on our listeners and say that they need to set their game up a little bit. Either they need to give us feedback or why they're not listening, or we need to um, just call them. Excuse me, call them out. <laughs> that you know, fifty nine I think is the second worst listeners that we've had. So we need to get a little bit better participation, so we can get a little bit more love. Uh, yeah. Sorry, I'm, I'm kind. Of, I'm kind of busy right now. I'm too busy uh, getting my DM message to Demi. Ready Damn, to bro. You already ready to fire it off. Look at this. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I will say this. I was thinking about this today. I think we need to start having people show up and come come be some guests on here. Some, rent, some, some different people. People that listen to the podcast so that they can give us a different perspective of maybe, you know, we can't think about. And they can openly criticize us on the podcast. Yeah. Call me an asshole. Okay, so, so straight up, let me uh, let me call out Scott Piantor, who lives in the, in the neighborhood. He's actually my, my insurance agent. Um, he sends me a text after every episode that we that we post up with like critiques on. So why are you calling him out? Wait, what's that? You need to be shouting him out, not calling him out. Oh, one in the same, right? One in the same. Scott, Scott knows our relationship. <laughs> call out and shout out the, the same thing. Um, no, I, I, look, I, he's invited, uh, 
Um, I think he just wanted to come whenever we kind of had the agenda um, together so he knew what to talk about. He could prepare a little bit. You got to let him know, though, that the agenda is made about an hour before we go live. <laughs> so you better be ready that's to why, go. That's why I haven't invited him. You got to be ready to go off the top of the dome. I like it. I like it. Like, that's our best box. Oh, I, I know. This, this agenda, this isn't very much here on our agenda for tonight. It's because I did it at 5.45, and I was here at 6.45, you know, or 7, whatever time it was. So I think you did a, I think you did a great job. I agree. I tried, bro. I, just for you. It's only because you miss me, though, right? I do miss you. I didn't think I would say that, you know, but like... He's about to whisper in your ear. Just wait. Oh, we only got two weeks left. Well, two and a half weeks. I can't whisper in your ear because you're not here. No, 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 I'm talking about him whispering in your ear. He'll find a way. Oh, he might, bro. He might, he might caress my arm. Hey, Carl. Hey, Carl. I think my, my wife's jealous of how you caress me, bro. <laughs> well, I mean, it, I would be jealous too if I was her. Fair enough. Fair enough. Hold on. I did. So, I need to, I need to say, we'll post on IG, but last podcast we talked about it was going to be Katie's birthday. We gave her a big shout out, right? And Carl just mentioned, like, hey, you should send her an edible arrangement. Well, guess what? The very next damn day, an edible arrangement pulled up to their house from Drunk of the Bucket. So hopefully it was good, Carl. Hopefully you got to enjoy a little bit of the fruits of the labor. No pun intended. I ate, um, I ate a bunch of it. And you know what's funny? Good. Is that it was probably about 4.30, 5 o'clock, maybe 5.30. And Katie looks at me. And she's, she's kind of jokingly saying, like, JB didn't send me my fucking edible arrangement. And that, I swear to God, and within the next 30 minutes, knock, 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 I'm like, you shit me. I knew what it was as soon as somebody knocked on my door. And I was like, yes. that's it. So I walked in the house with it, and she's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> no, he did It's <laughs> like, yeah, he did. So yes. just goes to show you. We here on Drunk on a Bucket, even when drunk, we are men of our word. Or he's a man of his word, you know. I try to be a man of my word. I just aspire to be like you, drunk or not, you know. And at least at least own like 15 or 16 gyms. Oh, get out of here, man. Only six, only six. We, we and just counting. Our, our inner circle, we got to take care of each other, man. We got to take care of each other. I, I can appreciate really, that. I, just, I think I just need to send both Katie's a edible arrangement every single birthday for putting up with our shit more than anything. So, uh, uh, Tyler, make sure and let let your Katie know that her next birthday coming up, she's gonna get it. January, man. January. January. Just remind me, please. Her birthday's close to mine, I think. When's yours? The fifth. Yeah, hers a little bit after yours. So, damn it, I forgot what the fuck I was gonna say. Shit, mine's in, mine's in November. Yeah, yeah. so mine's November 4th, yours January 5th. All right, I got you. I'm not sending you an edible arrangement. I, 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 was, I would hope you would. I'm just... Oh, I'm gonna, I know I'm, what I was just saying. I'm going to send both of y'all some edible underwear. Oh, all right. Sounds good. That that would make a lot of sense for you, bro. It, it, would, go, it would go really well with the message you're sending yeah. right now. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to take it, bro. Like... You give me different vibes every time we hang out, bro. I just don't know which way. <laughs> it just made it just made sense to say. I don't know. 
When the fuck does it ever make sense? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Wait, when does it ever make sense to tell another man I'm gonna send you animal underwear for your birthday? You don't, you don't know the intent? You don't know the intention that I have? Maybe I just want you to enjoy a nice night with your wife. Hey, wait, wait, let me just stop you, okay? Don't say no more. Yeah. Hey, I love you. Okay. I love you dearly. Let's just move on, okay? <laughs> We're gonna move on to the next topic, okay? We were talking about the Saints, right? <laughs> that was about 15 minutes ago. <laughs> Alright, back on the okay, Saints. You know- what? Yeah, in what? all seriousness, oh, God. What, do what do y'all think about crab legs getting the starting, starting position, Love it. starting job? I knew that was, we knew that was going to happen when we watched them preseason, uh, what, last week? The yeah. week before that? I don't remember. Before they ever played. That's the <clears throat> a, a problem with this podcast is I couldn't tell you if I said it last week, three weeks ago, yeah. nine weeks ago, or if I ever said it at all. I might have just dreamt that shit. I, I don't know. I have no fucking – look, I'll be honest – I'm a, I'm, I'm a listener whenever I listen to it, too, because usually I'll get drunk. I don't remember what the hell I say. And then I'm just a brand-new listener, too. And I just laugh because yes. I'm like, damn, I said that shit. I didn't, I didn't just dream that, you know? <laughs> My Katie loved the voicemail you left Abigail. She oh. loved it. <laughs> that was bad. That was pretty bad. Full disclaimer. No, that's, a, that's a highlight. That's oh. like if we could take all of our nine episodes and we highlight real, that would definitely See, see, sober Carl would never let drunk Carl play that on the on the podcast. You know what I mean? I'm disappointed in you. Bear's disappointed in you. We all sitting here. We all disappointed in you. (laughs) (laughs) What a shit show. Uh, But hey, Uh, you know, going back to crab legs though. Shout out to you, Tyler. Man, you've been calling this since I feel like even before preseason even started. I mean, it, it's it's been it, it has to be what happens, you know. And I, I saw, like I said, I saw Trevor Simeon got cut. It kind of surprised me a little bit, but I guess not really. The Saints are kind of known for only keeping two quarterbacks, but with Taysom's role, it makes it a little more interesting. I think the Saints are probably calling the bluff that if they release Trevor Simeon, that they, you know someone else may become available, and if not, someone else is not going to pick up Trevor pick up Trevor Simeon. I don't think they're they're relying on Ian Book to be the the third quarterback, but then again, he more than likely would just be on the practice squad um, with the team. But I mean, Jameis just has too much upside, and maybe it'll blow up in their face. Maybe you know they go six and eleven because of him, but that's highly unlikely. The Saints are gonna gonna try to run the football. They're gonna try to play a lot of good defense, and you know, he's not gonna have to take as many as many chances as he did when he was in Tampa. He still possesses the arm strength to be able to take those chances. You know, it kind of gives you a different dynamic with the offense. But, you know, him and, and Carl's main crush, uh, Callaway, just seem to really have it going on. And they can get – I love that dude. Oh, man. dude, he's on real. I freaking love that dude. I, I'm with you. And I did see they put Michael Thomas on the pub list today. Six weeks, well, five weeks. Yeah. And so with the, the bye. So the bye comes in and is a positive thing for him. I think, you know, I hate that their buys that early, but it's a positive thing when it comes to Michael Thomas. So, in essence, you only don't have him for five games. That changes things for you, you know? So, with Cam Newton getting cut in New England, oh God. should we? Should we? Should no. We? no. I, I mean, I don't dislike Cam. I think he works very hard. I don't necessarily like his attitude, but he ain't been the same since uh, T.J. Watt broke his shoulder or whatever, you know? No, you're right. He, he ain't been the same. 
Mac Jones is the fucking dude in New England. You believe that? Well, they like they like lumpy quarterbacks, bro. Like Tom Brady was a lumpy looking quarterback. Yeah, no, I agree. I did. I agree. Like I was thinking about it this morning. Like they're they're very similar in in just not appearance, but you know <laughs> what I mean. Stature. Yeah, stature. That's the word. But like I'll say this: I wanted the Saints to take Mac Jones. Like that's that was my like hoping the Saints could get guy because I thought he was he was a good good fit for what they do for the future and i did hear something the other morning i hate espn radio like normal espn radio like i think um the Keyshawn and jay will i think that's a terrible show but they, they threw out a statistic that like rookie quarterbacks in their first three years like it's some terrible uh win percentage and so it's basically the patriots saying they're okay with sucking for a year or two going with the rookie because they were defending saying cam newton would be the quarterback and I'm sitting there thinking, I get that, but it's hard for me to imagine Mac Jones is not better than Cam Newton. You're right, Cam Newton has not been the same. And I remember when, when he was still with Carolina, that when the Saints would play him, the Saints would, would pressure him up a little bit and try to make him make long throws, and he couldn't do it. He had zero accuracy. And it's like, you know, like I've been saying all along, I mean, I'm not trying to sound like I'm the smart person, like a lot of people have been saying, this, this shows you that these guys who like to run a lot early in their careers, over time, their bodies start breaking down. It's the reason why running backs at the age of 30 just go straight downhill, besides Frank Gore. Look at look at Devonta Freeman. Like, that dude was the bee's knees for a while. Yeah. And he fell off. He looked god-awful yeah. in preseason. That's why he was cut, you know? But a lot of people's hesitation with Alabama quarterbacks is that they're system quarterbacks. So they tend to be system quarterbacks, and when they come out, they're not what they look like in college, right? Yeah. That's the thing. I'm not saying Mac Jones won't succeed in New England because New England is a great system, right? We obviously learned that it ain't all the system because a lot of people said the same thing about Tom Brady before he went to the Buccaneers and did what he did, right? So it'll be interesting to see. He went from one good system to another great system. You know what I mean? So and, and like, I think he'll be set up for success. And it, it was a, little, a bit of bad luck for Cam last year. But it had, I remember they had all those guys that opted out with COVID stuff. And I think they made a commitment this offseason. I, I I didn't pay a ton of attention to New England, but I think they signed some decently some decent high-profile guys on you know both sides of the ball. I still don't think they have any receivers, if I remember correctly. Um, but it seems like to me it was the right decision as far as just – actual quarterback play but I don't know enough I'm not going to sit here and act like I'm some sort of you know analyst that knows what the hell he's talking about it just to me it makes sense somebody somebody will pick him up I don't think he he goes right into a starting position though you know yeah I, I, I agree with both of you guys look let, I'll just come out and say it I, I, don't, I really don't care I never did like him I think Cam was always cocky. I hate this. I hated the stuff that he did when he scored, except when he gave the balls to people. I thought that was sweet. But he was just cocky, man. He, he I played. I feel like he played too nonchalant. Now, Carl, you made a comment earlier where he's a hard-working guy. And look, I give him props all day and night to that. I feel like he, he did make a good rehab, even though I agree with you guys, he wasn't the same. I never liked Cam, even when he was in Auburn. I didn't like him. I thought he was cocky. Didn't like him, obviously, in Carolina being in the NFC South. And, uh, you know, obviously, there's a little part of me that I'm like, ah, man, he got cut because I still I feel like he has some, a couple years left in him. But um, I'm not initially mad. I never, never was a big camp fan. I, I, I don't think he has the – I think he has too big of an ego to be a backup in somewhere like North behind a guy like Jameis. And I, I'll say this, though. Okay, he's he is a hard-working guy, but, like, 
he's also professional, like, and that's what they're supposed to do, right? And I'm with you. The way he, the way he, he's acted throughout his career, like, you can't, you can't be that cocky, and then all of a sudden, when people are criticizing you, now all of a sudden, like, how dare them criticize me? Well, you, you can't, you can't say the things he said and acted the way he's acted over the years, and then all of a sudden. You know, when people who don't like you are cheering that you, you know, you're not playing well, like you can't all of a sudden become upset about that. Does that make sense? Like, when yeah, when, when when you're a professional athlete, it comes with it. It'd be really interesting to see where he ends up because someone is going to sign him. I agree, hundred percent. And I and I really wanted to to really dive into it today and look at possible destinations. I just didn't have the time to do it. Somewhere that just kind of pops off in my head, and I don't even know who the backup is here. Is someone somewhere like uh, Minnesota? That's Kirk Cousins. That's just somewhere that popped off the top of my head, um, you know. But a lot of people have have kind of made their quarterback decisions, and I know there are some teams out there that have quarterback issues still. But generally, those teams are god awful, and you know, probably don't really want to commit to a, a Cam Newton type guy. You know, I, I I don't know. Here's a here's a quick pet peeve. Instead of Cam wearing like you know how most quarterbacks have like the very small like retainer kind of mouthpiece. The mother, the freaking dude wore, uh, I'm sorry, chew, I can't even say it. He chewed a piece of gum. A piece of gum was his freaking mouthpiece. And it just pissed me off that he's chomping on a piece of gun, a gum while he's saying his cadence at the same time. So it just pisses me off. And I'm not I'm not happy he got cut. Because obviously this is this guy's career. But um, love the swagger. I think the swagger's great. Just back it up. Yeah, but don't, don't call yourself Superman, right? I, I'm just looking real quick. A team that kind of sticks out to me, possibly, um, the Texans. Oh, yeah. Um, well, speaking of the Texans, you saw uh, no, I Desha- go ahead. Deshaun Watson said he would not waive his no-trade clause to go to the Eagles. He wouldn't? No, he said, fuck the Eagles. <laughs> I don't blame him because... Did you take that personal? No. Oh, did you take that personal? No, Philly fans suck. And I got family that are Philly fans. They're the most miserable group of people, probably outside of New York fans, that I ever met. I don't know, man. Don't, 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 miss, the, don't miss the Mets. That's, just don't miss the Mets. Abigail's not around, bro. Dude, but like that makes no sense for him to me. Like The Texans are a train wreck right now. The Eagles are – that's a bad division. Like You have a chance there. I mean, he may have been in jail anyway, but, I mean, that's 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 rough. That's, I mean, he's not going to play in Houston. He's just going to not play. That's fine. It's crazy. Houston's trying to give away season tickets right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Crazy. They're, they're not. Uh, they're not in a good spot. But I know you're supposed to go to Pasadena this week. What's up with that, bro? You gonna be able to make it there or what? You gonna have to take a Greyhound bus or? Well, I'll go on a little bit of a bitch and rant here I'm for a to, second. I'm gonna have to drive you. Away. Well, that's what I'm kind of thinking. But so like, you know, Ida comes through, destroys pretty much everything east of Morgan City to you know through New Orleans or whatever. New Orleans airport is not operating right now, um, but. American Airlines, well, let me back up. MSY is going day by day as to what they're doing as far as cancellation with flights. And so they're leaving it up to individual airlines once they get to a certain point. American Airlines will not make a decision, or they're saying they see no reason that the air, that my flight would not happen on Thursday. Well, I can see a lot of reasons, you know, two of them being no water and no power. Um, now, I will say on the app, on my, on my reservation, um, today it actually gave me a gate that I'm flying out of in um, the whole nine yards. So that's like been in the last hour. 
So I'm, I'm hoping that there's you know some sort of positivity. But I will talk about American Airlines here for a second. And I know we don't like to give people um, recognition that, that don't um, sponsor us. But this is in a negative light. You know, I've talked to people for the past couple of days and all the, and I get it, it's the airline business, I understand, but all they're worried about is a buck. And what they're trying to do is, they're trying to hold this off as long as they can. And in my opinion, they're gonna cancel my flight either late tomorrow or early Thursday and really screw me is what's probably gonna happen. All because they want me to, to move my flight to Lafayette and pay some stupid amount of money so they can make an extra buck. And then if I just wait and call them out on it, and I could get it bumped for free. And it's, it's, it's a shame because there's a lot of people trying to go to the game, you know, and not even that. Like, that's not even what's important. People trying to go different places, you know, and and it just it's very frustrating. And I know America's not the only airline doing that. I did see today that Delta has allowed people to move their flights, no charge, let's make it work, whatever. And America, Americans just doing typical American stuff. But I'm hoping this can work. Um, you know, I'm gonna do what I gotta do. Me, my dad, my uncle. Uh, if we gotta drive somewhere to fly out on Friday, which I don't want to do, I want to be there. Um, then I'll do it. Cause I mean, dude, this is this is a trip that we've been talking about for like two or three years. And so, you know, you know I'm, I'm obviously still young, but I mean, my, my dad, and my uncle aren't exactly uh, spring chickens, right? They're not old, but I mean, like they've never been to the Rose Bowl, right? So this is a this is a once in a lifetime trip to get to see LSU play in the Rose Bowl, um, and not only that, you get to see LSU have more fans than UCLA at the Rose Bowl. What an embarrassment! Bro, huh? The UCLA fans are fucking pathetic. I saw it. It was a post either by Barstool or um, like Old Road Sports or something, and it was like. Pac-10 or 12 fans should be disbarred from having to go to the game. Like, they showed an aerial picture of the Rose Bowl. There's nobody there. I mean, uh, unreal, to, to think that there was 20,000 people there no is, is far-fetched. No way. Like, maybe 10. If that stadium holds 70. I, I, no, no, it holds over 100. But, oh, but they, had, they had to tarp down. So no, it would have been about 70. Okay. It had the tarp over part of the bleacher. It holds so over 100. It was embarrassing how empty it was. To watch them beat Hawaii, who apparently Ooh. sucks. That's 40, a bad football team. 44 to 10. I didn't watch the game, but I looked at some of the stats. Thank you, Abigail. I looked at some of the stats. Nothing really jumped off the page other than UCLA's ground game. That was it. So, at the end of the day... Is their ground game and their offensive line that good, or does Hawaii suck that bad? So is it going to be UCLA's offensive line versus LSU's defensive line, or do you think it's going to be something else? JB, you, you happen to see any of that game? No, I, I, I did not. I don't have I don't have cable. Oh, that, so. That's true. I, I forgot. Never mind. I was about to say something I'm not supposed to say. Never mind. I'm, I'm staying. I'm staying in a basement, man. Come on, give me. JB, JB's in the dungeon and he he puts the lotion on his skin and he does what he's told. Or else he gets the hose again. Well, I can I can say this: if you if UCLA plays like uh, the like their fans, then LSU's gonna have their run with it. But you know, from the little research that I've done, I honestly don't think the game's gonna be that close. Um, I I feel like LSU's gonna play great D as we, as we need to do. Um, kind of re- revamp the defense that, that we've kind of talked about in the past couple you know, podcasts that, that I think we feel pretty 
positive about that. LSU's uh, yeah. giving three points in the spread right now. Well, I'm about to bet the shit out of well, it. Well, uh, but I'm gonna say this though, okay? and, and I, I didn't feel that way before. I agree with you. I would. I'm not a betting guy. I'd bet the hell out of it because I, I did watch the game. Hawaii. I'm pretty sure Bishop Sycamore could play with Hawaii after watching him. But and, and, and we'll talk about that in a minute. But but I'm gonna say this: watching it, Thompson, whatever the hell his name is, the quarterback at UCLA, Thompson or Durio, whatever it is, he get they can run the ball, okay? But it, it was kind of like running in an empty parking lot against Hawaii. If that, what I think LSU is gonna do is they're gonna pack the box and dare him to throw the ball, and. You know, with Rick's on one side, Stingley, who's wearing a gold jersey at practice, that just means he's a first-round pick and LSU's not doing anything to get him hurt at practice. If LSU could force him to throw the ball, I'd feel really good about it. Now, of course, there, there, are, there is the unknowns. Um, you know, LSU's been banged up on the offensive line a little bit through camp. I know we kind of said we talk a little bit more about LSU today in depth. Um, the one position they've been banged up is up front. I don't think they're very good on the offensive line, but one thing they do have is cohesion. A lot of those guys played a lot last year, and so the, if there's been some, um, if, if there's actually been some some positives about some of those guys being out, is that um, they, they've got to build some depth through camp um, for, for some of those guys to get to play. Um, I, I have been like on the LSU winning by six-ish, you know, three, whatever. But, like, I, I, thought, I feel better about the game after watching UCLA play. But the only thing is this, okay? LSU's been evacuated with the storm. They're on the road for some crazy amount of time. It can go one of two ways. It could be a very positive thing because now you're just focused on football, which that could be a very positive thing or a very negative thing. Or, um, you know, it could just it can, it can blow up in their face because they've been out of routine. Um, the other thing is, and different people have different opinions about this, UCLA's gotten to play a game. They've gotten to run guys on on special teams. They've gotten to run different personnel packages on. And I know LSU's last scrimmage, like I know that's a big focus, you know, on Saturday. Like I, from what I heard, they probably didn't even wear full pads, right? So it was a lot of like just those types of things. But that that's important in a game, right? Like. Having hey you know kick off whatever that that's like small but you know different things like that. H- how many timeouts is LSU going to have to waste? How many false start penalties? Not that noise is going to be a factor for LSU because nobody's going to be there. There'll be more LSU fans, but those types of things matter in that first game when you work out some of those kinks. Um, I know last week you know I was talking about the game. We said let's make predictions. Uh, last week I would have said like 31-28 LSU. This week, I'm going to say something like um, 31-17 LSU. Um, I, I, I think 31-20 maybe. You know, I don't know. If LSU didn't get any better on, than, than they were on defense last year, they're going to lose because UCLA is going to run at will because their quarterback can run. But you just feel like LSU is going to be a better team, especially on defense. You know, one thing I did here the other day, and I know I'm going on a rant here, but that's okay. One thing I did hear the other day, the guy Mike Jones that transferred from Clemson, linebacker, he's projected to be a first-round pick. I heard he's not even in the four-man rotation at linebacker. They've got four other guys that he's not even in it because he's still learning everything. That's a positive thing because he's going to play. That guy's going to be in He's going to be in the rotation. But that tells you that he's still learning and they feel more comfortable with some other guys. Like that's a that's a very positive thing. Cause last year they were god awful at linebacker. Not awful, 
god awful. And if they can stop the run this week, it'll be real interesting. You know, it'll be real, real interesting. I look for LSU to win 31 17, 31 20, something like that. So you say UCLA's quarterback can run. I think he rushed it three times for 16 yards versus Hawaii. He was, he was 10 to 20 for passing. 50% for He didn't like have to run, though, against Hawaii. 130 yards. Well, what the fuck did he do? He just handed it off. That's yes. all he did. That's, what, that's, that's exactly what Max Johnson can run, too. That's exactly what he's going to do against McNeese. He's going to hand the ball off. Because you don't want your quarterback to get hurt. No, he's going he's gonna to chunk it. No, my point is he's not going to run. So, what, what US, UCLA did in that game, that's not what they're going to do against LSU. Their game plan is going to be different. I agree. Because they knew that they were playing against us three on the field. It wasn't playing against a real team. <laughs> they, they were playing against Bishop Sycamore. So, so, so they knew that they didn't have to show stuff. Ed Ogeron said it before they ever played the game. That he knew they're going to see, you know, a much different look. But I'm talking about what what he's done over in past years, and I'm sure you could probably look it up, and I'm probably wrong and whatever. But he's not a great passer. You go 10 of 20 against Hawaii, I, that tells you something. That tells you something. And I, you know, LSU to me is going to be extremely aggressive, show different looks at him. From what I understand, communication is just great with the new coaching staff on the defensive side of the ball. Um, you know, they finally put the corners and the safeties in one room. I never understood why they didn't do it in the first place. You just – I feel pretty good about it. As long as I can get to Pasadena, I feel great about it. I'm just so, – So, Tyler, let, let me – if you don't mind, I'll make two points. Number one, way to be, like, solid about going to Pasadena, right? You, you got some adversity coming towards you. There's a lot of stress built up. American Airlines are being little bitches about it, being bad customer service like as they normally do. FYI, I try to avoid American as long as I can. Hey, wait. They're awful. Hey, I, sidebar real quick. Idea for IG. Tag American Airlines and tell them how bad their service sucks. Maybe we'll get some free plane tickets. I got in American <laughs> Airlines' DMs earlier. Oh, Lord. Had a nice oh, little exchange. Wait, what? Oh, tell yeah. You got somebody's American Airlines. Put it to this way. I ended the conversation with, please don't respond. Nothing positive <laughs> Nothing positive is going to come out of this. <laughs> okay, so Tyler. Did you, you call him out on Twitter? Before? No, no, that's, that's, actually, that's actually what I'm doing tomorrow. That, that's, the, that's the way to, to do everything. I believe Tyler was calculating how long it would drive before we started the pod. He was uh, calculating how far of a drive it was. So kudos to you for being solid and elastic, even though, you know, Drama is hitting you. You're able to overcome it. Now, uh, number two point that you made. Uh, the second thing you made a great point. I think this is going to be a great challenge for LSU and to see if they can rise above some adversity. You know, obviously, you know, their whole world got kind of turned upside down with Hurricane Ida and just being out of town and not not being kind of in their in their place. And uh, we all three of us can probably relate to that a little bit with just sports and hurricane season and just kind of throwing everything off. You know, just weather in general. So I think we'll see, like you said, it's their first game. I think, Tyler, you had mentioned that before, that, hey, is that a benefit that it's their first game? UCLA has already played one, or is it a downfall? I definitely think it's a downfall, number one, and I think Hurricane Ida and the weather kind of throwing some stuff off is downfall, number two. But I still think, you know, I think LSU is just going to be too good this year. Um, I think we're going to make some some simple mistakes, but we'll be able to overcome them. Those, those guys are going to come out motivated, ready to play. For the state of Louisiana, you can bet Ed Ogeron's gonna gonna promote that all week. Doesn't matter that they've been in Houston. That doesn't matter. They're gonna come out. They're gonna play. Biggest thing is gonna see 
how Pete's offense comes out and and performs. You know what I mean? Can they come out and put put points on the board? So, Carl, did, did you and Coach O, did you guys, are you guys going to talk before the game or what? I feel, like, I feel like you guys should go for like a run before it leaves town. I might give them some, some pointers, a little bit of strategy, you know? And look, this this is like almost full circle for O, right? He interim coached USC in the Rose Bowl. Oh, that's true. That was the last time he was there, coaching no, USC. So, this is his, uh, you know, his first time back to Southern California since those days. So, a lot of people, him, himself included, thought he earned that USC job, which he came out and he performed, you know, and he got those guys to perform, and he wasn't, he wasn't given that job. So, we'll see. You know he's going to be motivated. Even though it's not against USC, it's for UCLA, but that's a same little different. Right? Same, yeah, same territory. And then if you get, if you got a point to prove, whether there's uh, uh, USC or UCLA, you got a point to prove. So you're gonna take it out. You're gonna take your point out on whoever's in front of you. No doubt, you're trying to prove it to everybody. That chip on your shoulder ain't just for certain people. You know what I mean? It's for everybody. excited that like we are talking about college football right now right the the idea that we we almost like wait all year to kind of start these conversations and to think that lsu plays uh this this weekend coming up is um it's pretty exciting i don't know how to act <laughs> to be real honest with you i don't know how to act like hands down bar none this is my favorite time of the year it starts to cool off. Not right now, albeit, but it starts to cool off. Things get nice. I make a lot of I make a lot of rice and gravies, and I watch football and get drunk. I mean, on Saturdays, on Saturday and Sundays. Shit, I mean, I'm with you. Favorite time of the year, and I might make a hunt in the morning before the game. You know what I mean? Have a hunt. No. Sounds like, sounds like a true South Louisiana man. Oh, yeah. There ain't nothing like killing your food than coming home and cooking it. All right? Hey, as long as you save some of the backstrap, dog. Save some of the backstrap. Whatever, I'll make you a meatball stew or whatever you want, bro. Like, you got one You got, you got. got one with your name on it. Please. Please and thank you. Hey, speak, speaking of not knowing how to act, what do you guys think about the uh, Bishop Sycamore, right? The, uh, <laughs> I don't think all the details have come out yet, but um, how, do you, how, do you act, how do you react to that? Is it a publicity thing? Is it they just want to be on national TV? What that, is it, guys? I mean, from what I can understand, it is an online charter school that when you go to their website, the two addresses that they have listed on there, one is a duplex... And one is an office building. And you duped ESPN to put you on prime time with IMG. Now, okay, I read a little bit of the details. ESPN uses like a third-party company. Paragon. Paragon Entertainment Services or something like that to kind of line these games up. Now, what Paragon said was that there aren't many people that want to play IMG anyway. So if somebody steps up 
and they ask to play IMG or they, they want to do that, they're like, shit, yeah, I'll, I'll slot you in. You know what I mean? Now, Bishop Syracuse, Sycamore, whatever the fuck, they played, they played on fucking Friday and then played again on Sunday versus IMG. Like, Paramore, Paragon, fucking whoever they were. Didn't realize that these motherfuckers played two days prior to. Dude, they were share, they were sharing pants and oh helmets on the sidelines. Apparently, that is unreal. Dude, on the Friday night, they said they were sharing pants. Supposedly, they got enough pants for the game on on uh, Sunday or whatever day it was. But on Friday, supposedly they were sharing pants and helmets on the side. <laughs> somebody, somebody put a thing about a linebacker. Whatever they were like, yeah, supposedly he's 26 and he works at the local grocery store. <laughs> there's a legit, there's a player on there who, there are multiple players that are, that have fake D1 offers. And there's even one that supposedly was supposed to graduate in like 2018 or 2019 from Florida, in the state of Florida. That has a fake huddle account with bullshit highlights to to pump up their program to get on ESPN to play. Like, what the fuck drives you to want to go do this? For what reason? What what is the purpose? Even they're not even getting money. Who's getting money from it? They're not. Dude, okay. Well, I no, mean, they it, probably did get a little. It's bit. almost like yeah, it's almost like saying before the. Uh, the, what, what is the thing that just passed in college football where people can get paid? NIL. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's almost like saying that guys weren't getting paid in quotation marks before that actually came out. It, 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 you know, the NIL was happening before it was just like real low-key, low right? So I would say it's probably the same thing. These guys just want the publicity. So you're going to come out with this whole story. Because I'm sure you know, somebody's making money in some form or fashion, you know? I mean, I, I, that, that's just my theory on it. I have no idea. I'm, I'm, I'm new to the game here, but that's just kind of my theory. I mean, they could just go and open 37 gyms and be just as good off. They're <laughs> like, fuck. Bishop JB. Bishop JB gym. Oh Come get you. Hold on, Tyler. Come get you swole oh. on. Look, I offered, let me, just, let me just take this. On the pod, I offered Carl a job for a good amount of money, and he declined it. So, I don't know what that says about you, Carl, but you may be bougie as fuck. Hey, let me tell you something. My mama always told me, know your worth. And what you offer me wasn't my worth, okay? That's all I'm going to say. Oh, <laughs> uh, you are so much more, man. I, 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 I ain't going to be undermined by no bitch, bro. Damn, he's calling you a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, I'm, I'm just giving you a hard time. I do miss you. I think I said that earlier. I wish you were here. I can't wait till you return. Abigail, too. I cannot wait for you to return, JD. She asked earlier when you were going to be back. What? I'm sorry I'm the coolest person on the pod. I wish I was there. You just stay the... You come the earliest and you stay the latest. So, like... They also miss you, Bartell. I, I, I have the biggest bills, what you're saying. That's what I'm saying. Well, you always offer to pick up their drinks. You're That's like, you can just put it on me. Let's get shots. Just put it on me. Actually, I think the shots were on me. I, I paid that, for Yeah, that, that I, guy. I paid yeah. a lot well, of shots. Well, you do get the shots. Yeah. yeah. That's where you get fucked. I'm just, I just feel friendly, man. 
shout out. I just feel friendly and I, you know, I want to buy beers for my friends. Right. I will say, I do have a funny story. When I went to Como my junior year, me and six other girls received a DM on Instagram from a senior. Same exact message. Word for word, copied and pasted, sent to all six of us, and we were all friends, like in a friend group. We're so new. I get to school, and I'm like, oh my god, y'all, look, the senior DMs me, like, and he's like one of the more like known ones. Like, I was kind of excited about it. Who was he? When we turn the mic off, yeah, call him out. Call him out. And um, yeah, so I showed them the DM. They're like, I got that DM. And then all of us pulled out our phones and we all got the same exact message. Good for y'all. Like, see, if you wouldn't have said that, y'all all would have been. Yeah. yeah. Fuck, fuck that, dude. They made a, so, played football, so, so it made a big coaster for the game that Friday. They're not even good in football, but anyway. Yeah, I know, when it's done with the coach. Oh, so, Abigail, wait, oh, hold on. Whoa, whoa. Uh, I was just Abigail. joking, but okay. Uh, Damn. So, what, what Abigail so. is saying is that I should create a, should create a message, copy and paste it, to send it to as many girls as I can. I, I don't. I, I think, I think that was she, the opposite yeah, of what she, she just said. She said the exact opposite of that. Do oh, not do it, that. It was the opposite? Yeah. Yeah, it was the, it was the opposite. Oh, dear God. <laughs> JB, are, are you talking to chiropractors again? Yeah. My neck might have got cracked one too many times, bro. <laughs> that, that Papacita's hostess fucked you up good, bro. Like, she might have she broke your neck, bro. Not in a good What way. happened before we got there, man? You were gone for about 25 minutes, bro. Like... You should have been there. That was an H town. Had to wheel and deal a little bit. But no, hey, I appreciate that advice because, um, I, you know, I was just going. I was just going for it. She's definitely cute, though. Hey, that's what got you in trouble the first time. Keep that on the pod, bro. That's what got you in trouble the first time. Hey, look. We we almost had an hour and five. I know we went kind of off the rails. That's okay. Congrats to Michigan defeating Ohio 5-2 in the Little League World Series. Jake Paul, Tyrone Woodley. God, what a fucking disgrace to boxing. But kudos to each of them. They made two grand, uh, two million each, not counting pay-per-view payouts. So, hey, look, Tyrone Woodley would have never made that in UFC. So, kudos to him. I'll, I'll get the shit beat out of me to get the, you know, I'll take some punches for two million. But Jake Paul could constantly uppercut me in the nuts, and I'll, I'll do it for two mil. You know what I mean? Like, I ain't mad about it. Carl, I'm just mad that it's Jake Paul. Right? I, I am too. I 100%. I am too. Yeah. No no doubt. That overall, I think we talked about some really good content today. And I, I'm just excited for Tyler and his family to go to Pasadena, get a great experience at that field, and, uh, and party it up, man. So, Tyler, be safe in your travels, man. Um, hope you have a ton of fun. And I can't wait to see LSU bring home the W, baby. Yo, I'm just I'm looking at American Airlines is the only one who has not canceled all flights on Thursday in New Orleans because they hate life and they suck at life and I'm never mind. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna uh, we're gonna tag uh, American Airlines. I hate them. on the next Instagram post. Hey Tyler, take a selfie, really angry, send it to me, and I'm gonna post it on IG. And uh, nah, all dog. of you guys take a selfie, angry. I'll post it on IG, tag American, and talk shit to them.
Yeah. Now you got to do it on Twitter, which I think Tyler has uh, volunteered to man our Twitter account. I hate American Airlines. Uh, was he, was, did he volunteer or was he voluntold? It's, it's basically the same thing, you know what I mean? <laughs> I think it'll do him good to operate behind a mask, you know what I mean? It's no, I don't, really, need a, I don't need one. Do you post on your own Twitter? I don't post on anything. Okay, exactly. You need a mask to be able to post, post all these feelings that you have out. I just like to read stuff. I don't give a shit. I, nobody needs to know what I'm thinking. I go to... Never mind. Everybody needs to know I what you're thinking. I want to know what you're thinking. No, uh, no. I do. That's why we have this podcast. Yeah, I know. I probably shouldn't be doing this. That's exactly why we have the podcast. What you mean? That's another discussion for another day. Guys, girls... She, he, them, they, all the spectrum. <laughs> I didn't say it this time, so kudos to me. It's always a pleasure. I really enjoy. I really enjoyed this time with you guys, JB. I'll be happy when you come back September 16th. Hey, what we gotta do? We gotta let people know when we get together on IG. So we want people to come out and drink with us and hang out with us and and enjoy this experience with us, you know? So everybody out there that listens, please watch IG. Check out when we're coming to do the pod. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, one of those days. And uh, come hang out with us, drink a beer, you know? We would really enjoy it. I mean, you probably would too. But again... Thank you for being here with us. Y'all stay safe. We love every one of y'all. Peace out. Deuces, baby.